1: studios, the AusBiz COB is the key stuff you need to know about the day in business and finance. Welcome to the COB. It is the 20th of August, a Thursday afternoon. What a day. I'm Nadine Blaney and I'm here with Daniel Wiener.
0: What a day indeed. And so many CEOs and MDs to boot on our channel. What a privilege it's been and plenty of big moves in the markets. It started the day, book ended with pizza and then finish with the bunning Sausage Sizzle.
1: <laughs> That's true, so started the day speaking with Don May from Domino's in the wake of yesterday's result. Had another good share price performance today. And then Rob Scott from West Farmers, uh, sausage sizzle it was. Look, the share price didn't sizzle today, um, but some of the conversation was about obviously uncertainty going forward, You know, these results were filed before the Melbourne lockdown. Um, You know, there's a lot sort of for these retailers. There's a lot of good, potential good coming from the pandemic. But there's also, you know, a lot of of potential road bumps down down the road. Yeah,
0: well, Rob said it pretty well himself and the analysts have seen it in a similar way. It's a very prudent business. It's well run. There's dry powder on the sidelines. Some of that powder has been paid out in the form of both a final dividend and a special dividend after that coal divestment.
1: Look, Rob is a business leader. He, is, and the company is responsible for employing near 110,000 Australians. We got that figure today in the interview. So he's one of those business leaders that isn't afraid to stand up and speak out when it comes to policy. And he's done that a couple of times this week, started with an op-ed in The Australian, and he fleshed out some of his thinking about lockdowns in other media today. So when we had the opportunity to speak with him, um, one thing we did ask him was whether he has confidence in the execution of policymakers here in Australia. If you'd like to listen to that interview, you can access it via the show notes. Uh, You mentioned Domino's, so let's go there now. Um, They are, again, it's one of those pandemic themes, Dan, you know, the acceleration of trends, so the acceleration of online, the acceleration towards digitization, but they're talking now about the acceleration to contactless, and the big push for Domino's right now is to get this to your car delivery service, so you don't have to get even out of your car, you don't have to interact with people, it's just done and dusted.
0: Absolutely, well, I mean, they've always tried to be innovators and front runners in an area that can be seen as quite ordinary, it is just a food, but ultimately, what was in a consumer discretionary has moved really into that consumer staples during this coronavirus shutdown.
1: And it's it's inexpensive. Let's put let's put it like that. You know, I've got two kids, so there are some nights, especially when their friends are over, that we've had Domino's pizza because it's affordable. And uh, so we fleshed out some of those themes with uh, Don May, but basically, you know, from a markets perspective, shares up another 3% today to $86.06. There's a lot of growth expectation built into that share price. I asked him about that. You can listen to that full interview with Don, if you like via the show notes, but Domino's was also the stock of the day. So to get an analyst view, Kashi sat down with Henry Jennings from Marcus Today and Claude Walker from A Rich Life. Here's Henry's thoughts on Domino's.
2: Entim at the moment is, is taking things through. Right. Um, if we continue to see lockdowns and even second waves around the world, especially in, of course, dominoes jurisdictions like Japan, in Europe as well, and here, then you would imagine that it's going to continue to do okay. Right. Um, you could easily see this with with the wind behind it, hundred bucks. I mean, it's it's only fourteen dollars away. It's, yep. it's it's a yep. couple of days movement in this. Yeah, stop. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and he's very good at uh, spruiking the company, and it has been a, a great success story, I guess. It's not cheap um the risk reward is probably going against you somewhat because right. you are joining the pizza party somewhat late yep. but uh having said that it's definitely a hold and if you did yep. see any weakness and the dough started to uh, uh, boom, to boom. To, yep. uh, to fall out of it a little bit then you could probably yep. if, if you picked it up in you know the high 70s you probably did yep. pretty well
0: every local pizza shop and indeed other takeaway places have had to double click if you like into the delivery model and I think that there's certain risk that as time goes by, all of these other shops will actually get better at doing delivery mm. and provide more competition to Domino's there. And so, so that's one thing I've been thinking about regarding Domino's. The other thing is, I think that they're starting to see that they do quite well if they try to treat their uh, franchisees better. And I think that we saw the CEO emphasizing that in the most recent results. And, you know, I applaud them for that. And I think that they'll do better as a result, long-term with that kind of attitude. So. Overall, I do actually think that, you know, this is a decent company to own, although it's just a bit too expensive for me because I'm worried that the uplift that they're getting now may not be permanent. Right.
1: And that was Claude Walker from A Rich Life finishing those thoughts on Domino's Pizza. Another great interview we had the opportunity to conduct today was with Frank Calabria. He is the CEO of Origin Energy. And I think it was just really, you know, good to touch base with Origin because, oil and energy prices has just been such a hallmark of of this pandemic as well.
0: Well, given the fact that they play a part in that wholesale market, in the retail market, and with such volatile moving prices, it is quite a difficult market to navigate in these challenging times.
1: Yeah, you know, you're right. It's such a, it's it's a big business, but we had the chance to talk to him, not only about uh, energy prices, how that's impacted the business, but also the shift to renewables. And I asked as well, there's been some talk about this COVID recovery and getting out of it, uh, led by Nev Power, that potentially we should see some sort of subsidies going to energy players here in Australia. That's obviously a very contentious topic. Now, I asked him about it, um, and, and he did weigh in. So you can listen to that interview via the show notes as well. But I'm going to take a moment to say we also spoke with Angus Benbow from CenterPoint Alliance, Audinate's CEO, the Metabank CEO, Craig Drummond. It was It was a really... Uh, you know, great day to get insights into all different parts of the Australian economy.
0: Yeah, Sam Brown and myself also had a chance to speak to the IPHMD as well. That was Andrew Blackman. The share price was a bit depressed today, but ultimately in that IP intellectual property space, there are still patents being done. It has been quite steady even during the coronavirus yeah, uncertainty. Yeah,
1: that's an interesting one. Um, it's great to speak with the big companies, but it's also really instructive, I think, to sing, see, speak with some of the smaller companies that are listed here. It continues tomorrow. Dan, uh, get your sleep. We've got Illumina, BWX, Corporate Travel Management. Uh, The list goes on, goes to Maine Pharma or Cobra. Suncorp, Redbubble, TPG Telecom as well, but again today it was some of those big names, so it was Qantas today, it was Coca-Cola, Amatil, I mean I don't know if you've got a thought in particular about any of these companies that we, we didn't get a chance to actually speak with?
0: Well Coca-Cola, Amatil again, it, it's what we know and what we don't know, we know that offices aren't currently occupied, we know that there aren't big functions taking place, so a lot of that was baked into the price, so really when it's looking as to what the outlook is for the area, how big their anticipated write downs are, the market seems to like what it saw from coca-cola today it's up four and a half percent if we look at one of the biggest movers it was surely idp education as far as what the market liked that reported a 108 million dollar earnings and it's really just looking at the positivity of what might come out from the learning space worldwide
1: they reported it reported after the market closed yesterday webjet is one that sticks out as well in the wake of its it's uh, update shares were down significantly today. Price targets being cut by JP Morgan, cut to neutral from overweight, target price cut by Credit Suisse. You know, the brokers are swift and sometimes unkind and Webjet's share price is off by 11 and percent. So it's it's just indicative again of the pain that's being felt in this travel and tourism space. And yeah, Qantas, no exception to that rule. And can you believe it, Dan? Qantas is saying no international travel until at least mid 2021.
0: So does that mean that we are bookmarking all of our leave? How does oh, no, work no, 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 that's
1: not how it works, Dan, I don't think. I'll, uh, I'll talk with our big boss about that one. But I know, I just find it so... No, that, it's,
0: it's going to definitely make a few people take take a second thought about But then we really have to think about what it means and, and the good that is going on right now. Yeah. There are worse... Uh, there are people in worse positions there certainly is it's a
1: very privileged problem to have um and you know and i think it's also incumbent on all of us you you don't want this to continue then you know wear your mask wash your hands keep your distance all of that kind of stuff okay um look there was a lot going on today i think we should mention afterpay um it's a market darling i think we all know that it continued to push higher today after Updating on guidance, so did it have a flow on effect to some of the other buy now pay later names today Dan?
0: Absolutely, we saw split it up six and a half percent today. We saw zip up about four percent. Sezzle up another 2.9 percent Maybe not the same type of flow on effect to all of the names But across the board some really strong buying in the buy now pay later space considering it was a broadly down market day
1: Okay So there were other things going on. We had U.S. markets pulling back in the wake of the FONC. Certain level of disappointment coming through. If you'd like to know what Scuddy thinks about that one, you're going to have to sign up for the newsletter, which is worthwhile because we've got links to all of the big stories of the day. And you can do that just by going on our website. Tonight, Dan, we get that jobless read coming through in the U.S. There's... I had a chat with um, Stephen Miller from GSFM, you know him well, and he was saying, look, there is a, you know, a risk that if, it, if the figures disappoint, as in there are more people on jobless claims above that 1 million mark, you may see a negative reaction on US markets tonight, but the same doesn't hold true if the number comes in better than expected. So if it's an improvement in the jobs market, the markets won't likely react to that because, again, there's just so many other concerns out there when it comes to the macro picture.
0: Well, especially if we consider continuing claims, because that's really what paints the picture at the moment. And if people think that there is going to be a stimulus package, one would expect that if we see that continuing claims going up, there's an even bigger case that could be argued for stimulus to get paid across the board.
1: Okay, Uh, as far as economic data here tomorrow, it's the preliminary retail sales read coming through for the month. Of July, that will be instructive because we've seen such interesting trends in buying and hoarding and stimulus and everything else through this pandemic.
0: I'm proud to say I'm not one of the hoarders, but it also means that I need to head to the supermarket every uh, now. And yeah,
1: then. well, it wasn't me. I'm going to lay the blame at the feet of my <laughs> husband, but we've got an awful lot of white rice if anybody <laughs> wants to come over to my house. Uh, so it's going to be a great Friday. We've got a whole, you know, stellar lineup of guests coming on. Uh, and that includes those on the call. So Jim Lee from Tribeca Investment Partners and Adam Dawes from Sean Partners will be joining Kashi at 12 to talk through some of the 10 stocks plus the stock of the day. You don't want to miss that. Hey, Dan, I think that um, we've both done enough talking today. I think that's fair enough to say. So shall we call it a wrap?
0: Sounds very good to me. I'm going to go get myself one of those bunning sausage sandwiches.
1: All right, you go for it. We'll see you tomorrow.